Uh, hi everyone, this is Claude Schreier. Welcome to the Conscient Art and Environment podcast. So this is a series of excerpts from um, programs that I recorded back in March 2020 at the Creative Climate Leadership course in um, at the Biosphere in Oracle, Arizona. So what you're going to hear are excerpts from episode 8 to 17, and I invite you to uh, listen to the entire series. They're really quite interesting series of conversations. So this program, um, climate, Creative Climate Leadership USA, was developed by Julie's Bicycle, an international leader in arts, culture, and climate change, uh, change based in London and led by Alison Tickell, and brought together 25 of us from across the US and Canada um, for an intense uh, week of, of learning about leadership in and around uh, climate change issues. Um, and I want to thank uh, Julie's Bicycle for, for this and their partners, the Echo Arts Connections Organization, the University of Arizona, and the Colorado European Union Center of Excellence. So enjoy these excerpts and do check out um, the full podcasts on uh, conscient.ca. culture more widely has a huge role to play in shaping our our belief systems and uh, values that determine the way that we that we the, the way that we relate to the environment this virus this nature uh, has moved in to this realm of culture and we're watching things drop away that we created. You know, music events, art, you know, everything, school, all the things that, that basically we, we use to define ourselves to ourselves as human versus animal. Um, this little virus is just going bing, 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 bing. These aren't real. I is a practice of, or can be, I should say, I don't think it always is, a practice of expanding consciousness, right? That like so much of what we do as artists is find relationality and connection points and then explore the possibility of a, of a present or a future that we haven't quite attained yet. And so thinking about that in the age of the climate crisis, I think gives us a tremendous opportunity to explore and to embody um, possibility. Ask yourself what are you, what do you as an artist want to perpetuate in the world, and and ask whether what you're doing is perpetuating that. One of the things I look for is for artists and the cultural sector to help us envisage a future that's positive. There's another metaphor, you know, there's a, 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 like a textile metaphor, you know, of, of culture where um, 
our actions just weave into uh, the weft that's already there and change the pattern and, and shift things, you know, alter things, but not in a profound impact way. To go beyond awareness and into action, you really have to have the sustainableness involved. And I sort of came up with this little sort of, I don't know, it's an equation, but it's, it's like the scientists can tell us the what, the observable evidence of what's happening or what's, what they believe to be coming, what they know to be coming. The artists can provide the so what, why is it important, what does it mean, why should we care, and the sustainableness can provide the now what, what do we do, and how do we move forward. way to make artists and arts organizations thrive is to make sure that climate change is a part of their thoughts um, and their business plan and their strategic plan, right? It's about asking, where do I start? And maybe you don't know exactly where, where you want to end up yet, but if you start somewhere and you do that in a way that is curious, and you try things and you get feedback and you keep iterating and keep trying things, I think ultimately meaningful things will emerge, if not at the outset, then over time because we're all in this constant learning process, right? What does it mean to be essentially creative facilitators in the age of climate change in the midst of a disaster? Um, some of the things that were really resonant for me were the idea that self-care is community care, mm. that solutions scale up more effectively than they trickle down. And something I've been paying a lot of attention to is the real position, prime position that we're in to work, especially with Asian Pacific Islander producers mm. um, and practitioners and neighbors who, um, who I think have been disproportionately targeted. You've been listening to a series of excerpts of the Conscient Art and Environment podcast, episodes 8 to 17, uh, from the Creative Climate Leadership USA course that I took in March of uh, 2020. And the, the background music is a piece by John Stevens, written in the 1980s, called Now Time for Unification, and it was performed uh, in a workshop setting by... Um, the uh, Creative Climate Leadership uh, course participants. I'd like to thank them for that. And you also hear a, a, a bit of a, of a choral piece that we did under the leadership of Alison Tickell and some of the birdsong um, that are recorded in, in Arizona. So thanks for listening, and do check out uh, the entire episodes on uh, conscient.ca.